everyone, welcome to Beauties and Headcanons, where we're nerdy, and you probably are too, because let's be honest, you're listening to us, right? <laughs> I'm Lindsay, I'm here with Tegan, and we're here to talk nerdy to you. Today, this week, we are going to talk about, I don't know, we've, we've outplayed the whole Christmas thing, right? But I heard a rumor, I'm sure some of you other people have, that John Barrowman might be returning in the next Doctor Who Christmas special. <laughs> now, to be fair, the past few years, they haven't really been a Christmas special so much as like a New Year's special? Why are they always coming out on January 1st of the next year? But I, I suppose if anyone can get rid of the 2020 rubbishness, it would be uh, it would be, be Jack Harkness. So in honor of that rumor, we are going to talk a little bit about um, Doctor Who Christmas specials throughout the years. First though, I know that Tegan is dying oh, to yes. talk about cyberpunk. Oh so. yes, oh yes, oh yes. So, <laughs> um, so I mean, as you know, like, as we've kind of counted down, you know, I started off really excited about cyberpunk, but then as delays, delays, delays have kind of piled up, I've kind of gotten a little less excited and a little bit more wait and see regarding cyberpunk. And I gotta say, I am feeling kind of justified to that because, uh, th this launch has been just so, so incredibly messy. Um, so far... Uh, it works fine on PC. Um, as far as I know, it works okay on like the next-gen consoles like PS5 and Xbox Series X, but the a lot of the PS4s and Xbox Ones are not running it very well. Um, and this is not completely across the board, but some of the technically last-gen consoles are having some issues playing the game, which is, oh, really not so good. Um, Honestly, wasn't and, that what we were really worried about, though? Like, Yeah, which, I mean, honestly, it's pretty ridiculous because uh, I, I've seen so many comments um, regarding this, being like, oh, well, you can't expect uh, a game like this to run on last-generation consoles on a console that's, like, seven years old, and I just want to shake them, like, this game was literally developed during the Xbox One and PS4 generation cycle. Literally, right. we are, like, what, two months into this new console cycle now like if this game was released in april like it was supposed to be oh guess what there would be no xbox series x or ps5 versions to fall back on like it would just be the pc and then the xbox one and ps4 like please remove the corporate gaming boot from your mouth because it, it, it's ridiculous the links that people will go to to justify you know, why a game isn't, you know, playing as well on, you know, technically, you know, the last generation, which I mean, honestly, when we're so new into this console generation, I have a hard time saying it's last gen because I mean, like, it's technically true, but at the same time, it's like, this is brand new. And I, I don't feel like I, I feel like it's kind of like this gray area, you know, where we do have the new next gen, but, you know, the old gen isn't like, completely outdated I don't think so it it's kind of a weird influx kind of thing yeah. going on what, what troubles me the most is that they I mean the hardware is there they know how the hardware mm -hmm. was gonna respond yeah either way and that was kind of like the big draw was being able to mm -hmm. play it on so many different platforms I mean yeah. I had no intention of getting it for the computer I was expecting to be able to play it on the ps4 no problem so mm -hmm. For that not to be a possibility is kind of like uh, what or 
or you know for the gameplay to be hindered in that mm-hmm. sense and you know i think it was earlier this year when i think it was the second delay that happened you know i noted for my own frustration not necessarily at the delay but at the fact that it seemed that um there was some miscommunications going on between the actual dev team and like the marketing and the executives and you know i'm like you know if this game truly isn't ready to ship then why are you telling us it's ready to ship you know like basically like why are you hyping it up hyping us up for a release only to have to push that release back when you realize you can't follow through on these promises. And you can't even follow through on these promises now because it's truly not ready. Um, Sony has actually pulled Cyberpunk from its digital stores for right now. Um, So basically until CDPR gets it fixed, they're not even going to offer it, which is a pretty big blow to CDPR. And they've act- the executives have actually issued an apology saying that there was, oh, guess what, miscommunication going on. And I'm like, I could literally see this from the outside. Like, how? Why are you so dumb? Why are you so dumb that you can't comprehend that, hey, maybe we should wait until this is more finished? Um, I-, I mean, I really... Uh, I have to give props to developers like Obsidian and Spider, who they dropped information for their games like a month or two before the games actually dropped. And they had a couple bugs here and there, but none of them were that bad. None of them were game altering. None of them just broke the game or caused lots of glitches or, you know, crashed the game or anything like that. It was extremely minor things that, you know, just happened to be missed and it went great um it it, i I get you know developers want to get up hype for their games but it's it's a balancing act you have to i think get to a certain point in development before you put out that hype because if you put out that hype too early you're gonna have you know some really frustrated gamers like okay well you've been hyping this you've been talking about this so where's the product you know and you know i get that you know, video game development takes a while, but you just got to be patient. You know, if you, if you just wait, it will, you know, the customers will be there. The gamers will still be there. You know, just wait, just wait until it's ready. Um, now really, really quick before we get into the rest of the episode, I did briefly want to mention the game awards because that just happened like over the past, uh, just last week. And, some interesting things have kind of come out um, during the Game Awards. Of course, The Last of Us 2 really cleaned up, which I uh, am so frustrated that mediocrity is just so praised in uh, in, the, in the awards circuit because this is absolutely ridiculous how many awards it won and it really shouldn't have won. But um, some exciting news has come out. We have, of course, a new uh teaser trailer for Dragon Age. So Dragon Age 4 has a cinematic trailer that was released that has all kinds of really cool, interesting looking things in. And I'm sure there's like videos out there right now that have like an hour or two breaking down like a minute long video that's (laughs) going to get into really nitty gritty lore details. Um, And then we also had a teaser for the next Mass Effect as well. Um, No timeline on either of those yet. But those are going to be something to look forward to, I guess, other than, um, you know, Cyberpunk finally getting fixed. So with that, 
that's a that's a gaming corner, and now we can move on to hopefully better fields with the <laughs> Doctor Who holiday episode. We, we got out, you know, the ranting and the frustration, and so now we can move on to the feel-good parts of the episode. <laughs> so I will admit, I, as far as Doctor Who uh, episodes has been, I have not been a very good fan. Uh, mostly because, like, the 13th Doctor, I know I watched the first few episodes when we did an episode mm-hmm. on her, um, but I, I feel like I really kind of goofed. Uh, I really wanted to talk about these episodes, but then um, don't know really a whole lot about the new ones, except how excited I am to, to <laughs> see uh, Jack Harkness, but also, like, you know, I, I know that um, the 13th Doctor has kind of like a, a, an entourage as opposed to mm-hmm. the one um, companion, and I'm, like, looking at the, the dates that these were released. So there's January 1st, 2020. Mm-hmm. January 1st, 2019. Um, gosh, I'm kind of hoping that, like, the January 1st, 2021 one, um, it's titled Revolution of the Daleks. I kind of mm-hmm. hope it's got something to do with COVID or, you know, some <laughs> kind of fan service in that sense. Because, you know, having having um, John Berryman come back is kind mm-hmm. of fan service in its own right. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, and I kind of like how... Um, I, I'm gonna get the wrong word for what he is. I, I, bi is not the right word. He, is he like omnisexual or? Uh, I can't remember if they specified omni or pansexual, but. Yeah, one of those two things though. But like you know, it's it's very, it's very like twenty twenty as far as mm-hmm. like <laughs> the the different names, the different things, the different. Um, uh, groups and titles and stuff that people can attribute uh, to and or choose not to attribute to, which is, you know, anybody's mm-hmm. guess about anything. However, um, that being said, I have noticed like January 1st, 2020 was an episode. January 1st, 2019 was an episode. They didn't do one in 2018. And you had said, um, was it was it Stephen Moffat who had said he was out of Christmas ideas? Uh, I can't remember who it was, but basically the writers had said that, you know, they they didn't feel that they had really any solid ideas anymore for, like, Christmas episodes, which, you know, I, I kind of give him props a little bit because, you know, if you have run out of ideas, it's better to just come out and say, you know what, we're good now, you know, instead right. of just like trying to go back to that well and draw water that isn't there because it, you know, then it's downhill from there, you know, so yeah. it's better to just end it and, you know, do something else than to keep going back and trying to do the same thing, you know? Sure. Well, and in, um, in 2015, they came out with like a DVD where you could buy like the 10, um, Christmas specials up until that point mm-hmm. like that came out on a DVD which I think was yeah. like the, the coolest thing to sort of binge this next week or so Oh yeah, so that if would any be. of our listeners want to binge it while, I'll, <laughs> while I'm binging it that, that would be great um, I would probably lose my mind and have a really great time doing it but so it, you know the 13th Doctor shoot New Year's I, was, I suppose mm-hmm. um, because up until that point we still had Christmas episodes um, yeah. and it's kind of cool if you like go on wikipedia you could it also has like how many millions of viewers from the UK yeah. watched it <laughs> on the day it aired so yeah i wonder if that's kind of like a thing 
in the UK where they're uh, like, oh, it's it's Christmas, so we have got to watch the new Doctor <laughs> Who. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, kind of like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, you know, over here, where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, I guess this, this is just something we do, you know? <laughs> right. Okay, so um, do we want to go from uh, the most recent episodes or the oldest episodes of the of the new seasons because you said something to me while we were talking about um some like fun fact about a a christmas episode from like the the original series yes um the original series had precisely one holiday special and it it basically happened because the with the scheduling of the episodes um one of them just happened to fall on christmas like the air date happened to fall on christmas and so they had a moment in that episode where, you know, the doctor turned to the camera and, like, kind of broke the fourth wall and said, oh, I'd have a very happy Merry Christmas to you. And it was... Cool. Yeah, and it was the only one they did. They didn't, like, go back and kind of address, you know, any other holidays, like, you know, in there, in that original run. Um, that was just the one. Um, I'm not sure why, when they brought it back, they felt the need to, like you know, start doing these. But, I mean, it's it's a really cool concept to, you know, base a special episode around a holiday. I know, you know, lots of people will celebrate Christmas or celebrate, you know, the general holidays that it's, you know, centered around. And so it's it's cool to have, like, just kind of an extra little touch in one of your favorite series. Right. Okay, so I remember the first episode with Tennant and mm-hmm. um, Billy Piper, or Rose, Rose Tyler, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling like I'm kind of, these are synonymous words now, so, <laughs> you know, David it's Tennant, the whatever, thing. the 10th Doctor, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're the same thing. <laughs> but that was the one with the Santa robots. Do you remember mm-hmm. how scary those were? Oh, yeah. Episode? Yeah, I am. Talk about which episodes you know you've seen. <laughs> yeah, because I, I am even a, a worse fan than you, honestly. I have been work, making my way through... Um, Doctor Who, I've just started at like the new Who, I didn't, you know, do the old Mm -hmm. one, Um, but I've made it through nine, I'm partway through ten, and I've kind of stalled out because like there's been some like, you know, other stuff I've gotten into, there's been some stuff I've been doing, just, you know, life in general, and Doctor Who is kind of one of those things that I want to sit down and really enjoy and not just like randomly watch, you know, or have on in the background. Um, So I have seen two Christmas specials, uh, the first one and the second one, you know, obviously, because they're, you know, one right after the other. Sure. Um, so, yeah, like that one, the Christmas Invasion one was the very first one that I saw with Rose and Ten. Okay. Well, and then uh, the second one is when we meet Donna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and that one I actually remember even more because, like, I remember Donna and, like, how much she kind of annoyed me. And I know that's probably going to get me, you know, crucified by other no, fans. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've heard that when she became a companion, she got better, but I haven't gotten to that yet. So, like, yeah. so like that's the only experience I currently have with Donna. So, you know, I'll, I'll, re-evalu- I'll reevaluate when I get to her again, you know. Whenever I, okay, whenever that so, happens. Okay, so, of course, like, my favorite doctor is the 12th doctor, and you're mm-hmm. nowhere near him. Oh, so. not yet, no. <laughs> okay. So, I'm getting there, um, I promise. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, and there also is, like, a Christmas Carol um, episode, too. So, I'm just going to, like, go through the titles of all of these, because I have them pulled up in front of me. <laughs> um, 2007 was Voyage of the Damned. That was with Tenet. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oh, that was with the Titanic. Yeah, I I, like I, I did hear about that, that one. one. Mm-hmm. I, I, re- I do remember hearing about it, but like, obviously just haven't seen it yet because I haven't gotten to it. I think I'm actually getting close to it, though, honestly. I'll have to double check like the episodes that I've watched. Right. And then in 2008, there's the next doctor um, having fallen back in Victoria. Isn't that um, where uh, 10 turns into 11? Or is that another one? Because I, I think one of them, 10, turns into 11 from what I remember. During the Christmas episode? I thought so. No. Has accidentally absorbed. Oh, no. Okay. So, um, having a uh, spoiler alert having fallen back in time to Victorian London, the Cybermen create a huge Cyber King with child labor and the help of Miss Hardigan. Meanwhile, Jackson Lake has accidentally absorbed the doctor's memories and thinks himself to be the doctor. <laughs> so maybe it's the next doctor because that guy thinks he's the doctor, but he's. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, there's also um, a two-part special from December 21st, 2009 to January 1st, 2010, and that was The End of Time, part one and part two, and these are both still with um, Tenet. So, honestly, I, I thought that might be when the Doctor regenerates. Yep, yep. The End of Time, part two, uh, January 1st, 2010, is when we got Matt Smith. Yeah. yeah but I knew was... one of them he regenerated. I just couldn't yeah. remember which one. Honestly, I'm like actually really excited to try and rewatch these, and if I can figure out how to watch just the the eleventh doc, I'm sorry, the thirteenth Doctor's um, uh, Christmas ep- or January first episodes. I think that might be like a really cool way to just like usher usher out 2020 and usher oh, in. Oh yeah, twenty definitely for me because <laughs> just kind I, of have I'm a palate cleanser. About that. Um, but then. Matt Smith's first Christmas episode is The Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think my favorite Christmas episodes were Matt Smith's episodes because he was just so, like, goofy and fun mm-hmm. and strange, just for, for <laughs> lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, but the Christmas Carol episode is the one where um, Jason's always telling me about, he's always like, oh, you know, it's that Christmas Carol episode. Uh, we should watch that one because I'm obsessed with the Muppets and I always want to watch the Muppet Christmas Carol. And he's always <laughs> like, well, we could watch the Christmas Carol Doctor Who episode. And I'm always like, yeah, okay. But it, it is a good episode. I know we've watched it. It's, um, it, it is their, their take on, um, like, Scrooge and, um, you know, hating, hating Christmas, but also, like, hating... Um, that time of year because of some cool like history with this girl that he is able to take out of a cryogenic chamber mm-hmm. and it's really it's really cool like it's a really really cool take yeah. um, I, I it is a Christmas Carol but it's not like the Christmas Carol yeah you know, like Scrooge and Tiny Tim and stuff but in a way sort of kind of honestly yeah. if anybody wants to talk about that episode I could talk about that episode too <laughs> so I'm, at this point I'm just like begging for everybody to just decide they want to binge some Doctor Who with me because this next week I would love to just watch a Doctor Who Christmas episode or two or three every single day until until 2021 just to see if I can ride it out oh yeah um, and I, I think that might have been one of the, the last Christmas episodes I remember um okay so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep reading let's see um 
The next one is December 25th, 2011. 10.77 million UKers uh, watched that episode on December 25th, 2011. And that one's called The Doctor, The Widow, and The Wardrobe. I love that title. I, I really love the clever titles that, you know, some some like TV shows come up with. Because <laughs> like, I'm absolutely terrible when it comes to coming up with titles. I know that, like... It seems weird because, oh, you're a writer. Shouldn't you be good with titles? Well, not really. You know, we all have strengths and we have weaknesses and titles are definitely one of my weaknesses. So when I see like kind of clever titles, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Oh, I wish I could come up with something like that. <laughs> yeah. This one is 1938. Three years later, it's disappeared while piloting a bomber in the Second World War. They evacuate London. Cyril is lured through a present, which is a portal to a winter planet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Looking for... Uh, I don't remember this episode. I don't think I watched it. But I'm willing to... Oh my goodness. Alright, so do you remember, like, have you met um, Jack Harkness in uh, the episodes you've watched so far? Yes, yes. I have encountered him, uh, I believe, two or three times. Because um, I remember when they first met, when like uh, him and Rose met the first time, and then I remember them. I remember him like at the um, end of Ten's run, or no, at the end of Nine's run, excuse me. Um, and then I believe he came back uh, during Ten, um, if I remember correctly. Uh, it's been a little too long. I can't remember specifics, but I'm pretty sure he came back at least once during Ten. And I, so I believe I, I have seen that. So I, I do like, I, I know Jack and I know a um, little bit of lore and stuff about him. So he's an okay, interesting, so me, interesting man. Give me man. some lore about him. I want, I want to know some lore. Give me, um, give me some dirty details. From what I remember, and I apologize if any of this is inaccurate, because I'm literally just going off of the episodes that I have seen. Um, and I haven't seen Torchwood at all also. So... I, I don't know anything about, like, you know, Torchwood other than that, you know, he's in it. Um, but from what I remember, uh, he and Rose met uh, during, um, I think it was World War II, during, like, the bombing of England. Um, and he's, like, from the future and everything like that. Uh, really kind of interesting. And uh, during when, like, Nine regenerated into Ten... Um, I think there was, like, the fear that he had died because of what happened during that episode. Um, but essentially, he is immortal now. And he got sent back in time, back into, like, you know, the, I believe, like, 1800s and stuff. And I believe that's when, I believe that's when Torchwood takes place, if I interpreted that correctly. And, but since he's immortal, like, basically, he waited and waited and waited throughout time in order to, like, catch back up with the Doctor again. And so that's when he caught up with them again. And he's basically just, like, been waiting and waiting, you know, sitting around, you know, waiting to hear about the appearance of this doctor so that he can, you know, connect with them again. Uh, and that that's about all that I remember of Jack and all that I know of Jack um, based on those few episodes and interactions that I've had with him. There's so much going on. It, it, I don't even know how to keep anything straight anymore. <laughs> I know. And I mean, especially when you, you know, come into something like Doctor Who where, you know, it has just 
you know, these extensive stories and characters and all these arcs and everything going on, it, it can be honestly a little like overwhelming, like, oh, you know, where do I even begin? Like, you know, this, it, it's a fandom that's just so well established, it can really feel intimidating to walk into. Um, so that, I mean, that's essentially what I did. You know, I started with New Who, obviously, I didn't go with the old stuff, but you know, if anybody out there is kind of, you know, questioning, should I get into this? Should I not? I, I think it definitely is worth it. Um, it's just, obviously, you know, there's a lot to catch up on, <laughs> you know, even with, yeah. even just going with the new who, there's a lot of stuff to catch up on. So I do need to talk about like my very favorite, most episode of Doctor Who ever. Yes. Um, it's, it's the episode that I fell in love with the 12th Doctor and why, like, actually like why he's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually, it, I, I'm, um, it's probably, it's the, the Husbands of River Song episode. Mm-hmm. And in it, we find, it is the last time that we supposedly see River Song. Um, she doesn't recognize the next, uh, transformation. So she doesn't recognize the doctor mm-hmm. because he's, um, Peter Capaldi now. Mm-hmm. And, um it's that episode with like the end of it made me cry like I don't know how many times I cried during a Doctor Who episode yeah um probably quite a few times but this one was like a beautiful type of cry uh, mm-hmm. because the way it ends um it's like their final date together and it it's like it's the best ever so I'm not gonna ruin it for you because it's like my favorite story mm-hmm. episode thing ever um so I'm like I don't want to it's, it's my favorite Tegan, if you don't like it, we can't do. We, we, I'm, I think I have to resign from post because it's like my favorite episode ever. I actually like my my really like lame story about this is um, Jason is actually the one who got me into Doctor Who, um, you know, a million years ago. And back when I was like pretending not to be uh, someone who could geek out and have fandoms and stuff, you know, it was just like, oh yeah. You're crazy about Star Wars, and oh yeah, I guess I could watch this Avengers movie, no problem. <laughs> um, but we would we were watching Doctor Who, and then it got to a point where we couldn't watch episodes with Aurelia anymore, or mm-hmm. we had to pick and choose which episodes we could watch with her. And when him and I stopped talking for a few years there, um, when I ended up having to watch quite a few Capaldi episodes on my own. Um, because we were doing the we were doing abuse and headcanons episode, yeah. <laughs> and um, I had to watch at least one season or two seasons by myself. And that particular Christmas episode, the Husbands of River Song, mm-hmm. was the kind of episode that I was like sad I couldn't watch with him because it was glorious. So mm-hmm. one of the first things when we got to start communicating again was um, talking about that particular episode because it had left such an impression on me. So Aww. it's it's a big uh, uh, what's it's, it's a big, mushy-gushy story <laughs> for me. Um, gosh, is there anything else we need to really talk about? Like, <laughs> this might be a really short episode, guys. Watch these. Go go watch all of the, the episodes with me this next week so we can bring in 2021 in <laughs> style. Well, and, you know, uh, going back a little bit to earlier when, you know, they, they stopped doing the Christmas episodes in 2018, you know, saying that, you know, they just didn't have any more ideas for, you know, those types of episodes. Um, They did keep, at least, with doing, like, the New Year's episodes. So even though, 
you know, we don't have the Christmas episodes. We do have, like, the New Year episodes, which, honestly, I think I like a little bit more because it's like, you know, you're starting off the New Year fresh and new. And, you know, it's kind of a good way to kick off the New Year. You know, you get a really good, solid, um, solid episode. And it's like, okay, yeah, now, now I feel ready to, you know, tackle this new year now. <laughs> to take on the new year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's still, you know, we, we talked last episode about traditions and things that are important um, to be, you know, like for each individual person, what kinds of traditions you have, what's important to you as far as um, watching Die Hard or whatever it is mm-hmm. that your tradition may be, or, you know, Transformers from 1984, whatever. <laughs> anyway. That being a thing also kind of translates into this where, you know, yes, there are Christmas episodes and that could have been a, a UK Christmas tradition, but Doctor Who is kind of a tradition that has spanned this many years and mm-hmm. clearly they can they just have decided they want to continue with that. So mm-hmm. that's kind of something I can get behind, and especially with the with the opportunity to ring in the new year um, with a bang. Um, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Hopefully not too much of a bang. I think 2020 is going to bang her all <laughs> Yeah, just, just, just a light tap. Light tap on that bell. <laughs> just a light, light tap, please. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be January 1st, the next time we get to talk to you guys. So, um, yeah. uh, happy holidays. Um, happy New Year. Be safe. Um, Continue to wash your hands. Stuff with me. <laughs> wash your hands. Um, get yourself some awesome masks and whatever it is you're doing continue doing that so you can continue to listen to us and we can continue to talk at you (laughs) i'm Lindsay, and i'm tegan and thank you so much for getting nerdy with us today on beauties and headcanons